Broadcasting from Singapore and broadcasting all around the world. You're listening to the Ignite EdTech Podcast with Craig Kemp, taking the pulse of educators from all over the globe and bringing what you need every week. When you need answers, you go to the experts. Created by an educator for educators and streaming to the world. Now, over to your host, Craig Kemp. Hello and welcome to episode 41 of the Ignite EdTech Podcast. I'm your host, Craig Kim, and I'm thrilled to have your support. The Ignite EdTech Podcast will continue to drop a new episode every week and will bring you news, tips, solutions, ways of learning, and interviews with the best of the best in the education and EdTech industry. I have been thrilled with the development of the Ignite EdTech Learning Portal, which has gone from strength to strength over the past week. Thank you to those that have registered for free access to our learning courses. And if you haven't done so already, visit learning.igniteedtech.com and sign up for free access so you don't miss a beat. New courses are now online, including a course for IT leaders in your school, a free course for everyone from Andrew Mowat, learning about new tools that teachers should be using in their classrooms, as well as an EdTech for Beginners course. This course is exciting as very few courses globally provide support for the people in your school that need a handheld, from beginners to laggards that we've talked about in this podcast before. This course is for you. We'll hold hands and support them every step of the way and get them to build confidence in their own practice with using technology to support learning. Sign up for yourself and pass on to your team today for free and join our learning community. As most of you know, I continue to work with the incredibly talented Mark Quinn to improve the final audio quality of this podcast. He has his own podcast production studio that provides editing and mastering services to content creators. To connect with Mark, please see the details in the podcast notes below. And if you haven't subscribed to his Make a Difference podcast yet, I highly encourage you to do so in your podcast channel of choice. Last week, I encouraged you to think about how you learn. Thank you for sharing as always. Check out our social streams for more. This week, I want to ask you about your people. When it comes to EdTech in your school, what is the breakdown of your adult learners and leaders? As mentioned previously, we've just dropped a new course for EdTech beginners at learning.igniteedtech.com. Often schools don't sit down and identify their teachers as learners. When you look at your colleagues, where do they sit with EdTech competence and confidence? What percentage are laggards that push back and don't use technology? And what percentage are innovators? How many of your teachers are willing to learn and grow with technology? And how many come up with excuses and say, this is the way I've always done things? How can you help people at all levels within your school? Have a think and identify your people. I'm very curious to learn about the makeup of your school. Please share with me via our Ignite EdTech social channels. I look forward to hearing your responses soon. A tool that has positively impacted the authentic and purposeful use of technology into classrooms and meeting rooms that I have worked in is Osmo. Osmo is a tool that I love and have used in my own class and shared with others over the past years. It is engaging and allows for deep learning and discussion. I even bought an Osmo for my daughter for Christmas because I knew that she would love it so, so much. Osmo helps transform how children learn by merging tactile exploration with innovative technology, actively engaging children in the learning process. Osmo works by putting your mobile device in a compatible Osmo base with a reflector mirror over the device's camera. You can then use the physical game pieces to draw, code, spell, 
do math, and so much more. The Osmo scans the table with your child's creations and makes them come alive on your screen. It's truly remarkable and something you have to see to believe. I highly recommend that you take a look at playosmo.com. The link is in the description below. Last week, we talked about following through on promises and implementing edtech strategy. If you're interested in learning more, go back and listen to last week's episode. This week, I wanted to focus on your people and talk again about the people in your school. I'm so passionate about people focus in schools. As I've mentioned above, when you look at the people in your school, what does the breakdown look like? What are the attitudes of your colleagues when it comes to technology integration? The culture of edtech in schools is critical to the success of edtech change management. When we look at the SAMA model from Ruben Putendera and the need to redefine and modify learning in order to transform learning with technology, we need to ask ourselves first and foremost, do we have the people in our schools to implement this successfully and sustainably? Most schools can't say yes to this either because of the culture or the willingness of their people to change. When we compare this knowledge with the diffusion of innovation model, the bell curve is interesting reading. We can break our teachers into three main categories. Those that are willing to innovate and adopt new technologies and strategies, those that are willing to adopt if supported, and those that are not willing to change and adopt new technologies. Two-thirds of the teachers in your school will likely fit in the early and late adopters category. These teachers are willing to move, learn, and grow but they will likely need their hands held and will need a lot of support in moving forward. I often refer to the change that can happen with this majority of your staff as the teacher next door model. These people will move, develop and grow, but they'll prefer to learn from the teacher next door. The person who is of similar ability and confidence to them and will push back when a guru or edtech leader presents them with options. The teacher next door model is when a teacher looks at the teacher next door and says, hey, I can do what they're doing. It's a great strategy to move these people, to adopt some teachers and empower them to lead learning for you. Get those teachers to lead PD and empower them to be the voice of change with technology in your school. Change starts with the teachers next door, not the innovators. Invest your time in change in the middle. The other ends will move with you over time. Unfortunately, your energy isn't best invested in your laggards. Laggards are the people in your school, normally about 10%, that push back against technology use in the classroom and don't see the need for it to add value to learning. You'll give these people 10% of your time and they'll zap 90% of your energy. That's why we invest in our majority to start with. Make small changes and start to build the teacher next door model. This allows us to slowly make some changes and we can then tap away at the laggards to help them learn, develop and grow over time. I don't like leaving people behind, but occasionally we just have to choose where the best place to invest our time and energy is. Over the next few days, do some mapping of the people in your team or school and start to think about who to work with to make changes happen one step at a time. Change starts with your people and if you need help in this journey, don't hesitate to reach out and we can support you in any way, shape or form. Our experience working with schools all over the world is top notch and we have the skills, expertise and energy to help you get it right. 
Please share your change plans and what you're doing to be successful with EdTech so we can discuss it in next week's show. I'd love to hear from you. Every week, I bring you a short interview with some of my edu heroes, an engaging learning experience with someone who makes a difference in education every day, with a particular focus or angle towards educational technology. This week, I had the pleasure of chatting with Sarah Thomas. Let's have a listen to the chat. Today, I have the honor of speaking with Sarah Thomas. You might know her from Twitter as Sarah DeTeacher, with an incredible 55,000 followers. Sarah and I have been connected online for many years, and she's a constant source of inspiration for me. Sarah is a regional tech coordinator based in the US and is the founder of EduMatch. The mission of EduMatch is to connect educators around the world along similar topics of interest. Sarah, it's a pleasure to have you on the show today. Are you ready to talk about education and technology integration? Absolutely. And thank you so much, Craig, for having me on. I'm super excited to chat with you. It's always a pleasure to connect with you. The pleasure's all mine. Let's go. Why don't you start by telling us a little bit more about your current role and what inspires you to do what you do? Absolutely. So um, the way I like to break it down is that I'm I'm nine to five with the district. So that is my day job, my full time. um, And I absolutely love it. Um, Sometimes five to nine as an adjunct professor. (laughs) This semester, I don't have any courses, Um, but 24 seven as the founder of EduMatch. Um, So you know, that's that's kind of what I have my hand in these days. Um, and as you discussed, EduMatch is a global network of educators just kind of learning and growing together. So, yeah, so that so definitely have my hands full with the remote learning situation that we have over here in the States. But, um, you know, happy to be part of the solution, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And while we're on the theme of EduMatch, why don't you tell us a little bit about it? What is it? Why did you create it? And what are you most proud of about it? Yeah, absolutely. So EduMatch is a totally grassroots um, effort. It is a project connecting educators. Um, It started off uh, connecting people along similar lines of interest. So the idea struck when I was having a conversation with a friend of mine who reminded me of a conversation I had with my cousin who used to teach math and another conversation I had with another friend. So I decided to go ahead and try to um, connect people along those similar lines of interest. So we started off on Twitter with hashtags and things like that. And then as more people joined, um, it's kind of gotten built off of the members' ideas and their suggestions. You know, as everyone joins, they bring a piece of themselves. So soon we had a Voxer group, then we started doing like a podcast and a Twitter chat, and we started doing crowdsourced books. And then that evolved into solo books and um, also a nonprofit and courses online so i mean it just keeps growing and growing so uh i'm just i'm just super excited to be collaborating with so many amazing individuals and you've done an incredible job sarah you really have it's something that you should be super proud of because people look up to you in in all sorts of ways and all facets of life and you know when you you mention the word you know excitement it gets me excited about the work that you're doing as well but when you think about you know global education today what excites you Wow. I would say, okay, so with the current pandemic going on, um, you know, it's it's definitely a challenge for everyone. With the shifts that we've seen, and I can speak for the U.S. because that's, that's what I've seen, but um, also, you know, in some other countries worldwide, there's really been a push to remote learning. With the second wave that's currently hitting the U.S. and we're seeing places that were open that are starting to move back online. My district has always been online ever since uh, March. What I see in here um, in the wake of this global tragedy, there's also 
opportunity um, with our students being online to collaborate in ways that we've never done before, you know, at a massive scale. There's a good friend of mine, Tia Simmons, she always talks about learning beyond the walls, beyond the four walls of the school or the building. And I'm just, I'm just so honored and fortunate that I've been part of a PLN that's been connecting their classrooms for years. But I think that now it's time to uh, definitely kick it up a notch and uh, continue learning with the world. That's that's a phrase I borrowed from my friend, uh, Dr. Mary Alice Kern. So learning with the world. Um, and I, I think that that is the opportunity is there and we need to seize it. So that that excites me. Really well said. You know, you work uh, on a day to day basis, like you said, nine to five as a regional tech coordinator and you work with um, with people all across your area, supporting ed tech and the integration into classrooms. What's your best advice for educators listening today in relation to educational technology? Absolutely. I would encourage anyone who's listening to go ahead and find your network, your PLN, Professional Personal Learning Network. Most most of us are on social media in some way, shape, or form. Um, I know in the States, you know, Facebook is huge. Around the world, Facebook is huge. Uh, Twitter, you know, Voxer, Instagram, Snapchat, all of these places there are communities of educators, there are groups of educators and finding our, our people, finding you know our connections and connecting beyond the surface level, going deeper beneath the surface and really getting to make friends with folks that you may or may not ever meet face to face. You know, that, that has been totally a game changer for me and that has really shaped the way that I see the world, especially over the last decade or so, getting to meet so many amazing people such as yourself, uh, as an example. Uh, So, you know, definitely connecting, um, getting to know one another on a global scale and working together uh, for solutions for all of our students, because many of the challenges they face are the same. So why not have this global mastermind, you know, uh, available at your fingertips. So definitely getting connected wherever you are and and getting to know other fellow educators around the world. I love that, Sarah. I really do. You know, in your work, you come across so many ed tech tools as well. You use hundreds of them, I'm sure, on a weekly basis to just get by. What's an ed tech tool you currently love using in your district or in your day-to-day work that the listeners would be interested to learn more about? Well, if, if I can cheat a little bit, I'll give you two. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of Flipgrid. I have to say like their, um, their product is amazing. Their community is amazing. I love watching and seeing what they're doing, how they're evolving over time and just pivoting to meet the needs of the global educational community. So, um, you know, and, and speaking of community, their community is super strong. So I see them going on Twitter and, you know, all of these different places and they just have so much momentum behind them because they bring people together. So a huge shout out to Flipgrid. And I have to say this, the second one may, may or may not be a popular opinion. It's, it's kind of a tool that we're all using, um, the, in the, in the States. Um, I mean, there's several video, video tools, but I would say that Zoom has become, really, really big. And just seeing um, how Zoom can help to facilitate professional learning, looking at that lens specifically, and just seeing like all of the new features and integrations that it has, that's something that I'm learning to reappreciate. <laughs> Not that I ever stopped, but I'm, I'm really digging the, the implications for professional learning and how it has helped to move so many opportunities online and make them accessible to uh, so many different people. Yeah, I think the evolution of, you know, teaching and learning and uh, the acceptable practices now have, have evolved because of these 
uh, remote learning tools that that support us every day. So I, I totally agree. You know, as educators, Sarah, learning is super important to all of us. What's one book or resource that you've been reading lately or just one of your all-time favorites? And tell us why we should be exploring it. Oh my goodness. There are so many that are just amazing. And I have to say, um, you know, as, as a publisher, then, then I get a little biased, you know, I feel like these projects that come through EduMatch, they are just so super amazing. I love, um, I love reading them. I love reading the perspectives from the community. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do the obvious and go with one of them. <laughs> I'm going to step outside of the box and pick one that, that I kind of stumbled upon recently. I think it was a recommendation, uh, from a friend, but the book is called Hood Feminism. And I really just fell in love with that book because it presented a different paradigm to traditional notions of feminism. And it it speaks mainly to marginalized communities in the States um, and beyond. And um, just how you know, how we can all work together to, to make a better world. So that book really, really blew me away. And I just, I just finished reading it maybe about uh, two, three weeks ago. Okay. That's awesome. We'll make sure the link to that is in the podcast notes below as well. Yeah, Sarah, I just, you know, this is something that I haven't chatted to you about that I wanted to throw in there as well. I've just seen, you know, in the last hour, actually, before jumping on here, you share out a new book, you know, Closing the Gap, um, the Digital Equity Strategies for Teacher programs. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. So I had the opportunity to collaborate with uh, two of my best friends in the whole world. Um, shout out to Regina Schaefer in New Jersey and Dr. Nicole Howard in California. So uh, we wrote a series for ISTE called Closing the Gap. Um, so two book series, the first one dealt with uh, digital equity in higher ed, and the second one dealt with uh, digital equity in K-12. So I just had an amazing time um, writing the books with these two fantastic educators who have definitely inspired me and just uh, just really taught me so much. So so the books have been out for a little while. Um, I still have the tweet going about it just to kind of get the word out, but um, it was such a great experience. And, and I feel that, you know, there's just uh, so much that we're all still learning um, about this topic, but it's, it's extremely important. And we see that now during uh, the pandemic, you know, how how important it has, it's always been, but that it's really risen to the forefront in 2020. And so, so absolutely, it was a life-changing experience to write that with them. Yeah. And you must be so proud of that as well. And the rest of the work you do with the books that you're involved in and the publishing company that you run and manage, you know, Sarah, you're a constant source of inspiration, not just for me, but for thousands of educators and people all over the world. I know the listeners today are going to want to get in touch with you. What's the best way for them to do that? Well, thank you so much. And I really, really appreciate you having me on, Craig. So so thank you for sharing your platform. If anyone would like to connect, I love to connect with other educators. Um, my Twitter is at Sarah the Teacher. That's S-A-R-A-H-D-A-T-E-E-C-H-U-R. So I'm there on Twitter. I'm there on Voxer. Instagram, I believe Snapchat as well. Facebook, I'm uh, Sarah Sarah. So I'm kind of hard to find on Facebook, but I am definitely on there. LinkedIn, all of those places, WhatsApp. So um, would love to hear from any other educators out there. Sarah, thank you so much for your time today. As always, completely inspirational. Thank you so much, Craig. I, I really appreciate you. 
Next week, join me for episode 42 of the Ignite EdTech podcast, when I'm joined by Melissa Hayes and Tisha Richmond. One of the things I love doing is giving away prizes as a thank you for tuning in, listening, and hopefully subscribing to the Ignite EdTech podcast. Last week, I gave away two copies of Trevor McKenzie's books. To win, you needed to complete the form at bit.ly slash edtechwin. The winners have already been contacted directly by me, and they are Lena Maria Saramiento and Anna Yancey. Congratulations to you both. This week, I'm giving away two course codes to Sarah Thomas's online learning courses, valued at $199 US each. To win these incredible prizes, you need to go to bit.ly slash edtechwin and complete the simple form. It'll take you less than a minute to do. The link is in the description below. Competition closes on Wednesday the 24th of March, and the winners will be contacted directly by me and announced on next Friday's podcast episode. Good luck. Please take some time to visit learning.igniteedtech.com and register for free to join our growing community of learners from all over the world. Here, you will see free and paid learning courses led by the experienced and talented Ignite EdTech team that can help you, your colleagues, and your school move from surviving to thriving in this constantly evolving world we find ourselves in. No matter what your level of expertise or background is, we have something for you. Jump in and register for free today. Mention the Ignite EdTech podcast when signing up, and we'll give you a special discount of any of our paid courses. Thank you for being an extremely important part of the Ignite EdTech podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, smash that subscribe button and share it with your colleagues, friends, and families. Please remember to spend two minutes to rate the podcast so we can reach even more educators and EdTech enthusiasts globally. Please share your favorite part of today's episode by tagging me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And don't hesitate to ask me questions so I can answer them in an upcoming episode. Remember, you have the chance to win as well. Check out the links in the description for more, and I'll see you again next week. If you liked today's episode, please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss another episode. And be in the drawing to win prizes every week. If you know others that would enjoy the show, please hit that share button and brighten their day. Join us again next week for your weekly EdTech hit with at Mr. Kemp NZ. We'll see you again soon.